Welcome to Ozark Natural Foods, the co-op podcast featuring stories and information about the largest food co-op in Arkansas. Based in Fayetteville and serving all of Northwest Arkansas, the co-op has been around for 50 plus years, providing community and encouraging a love of food that is good for us and our planet. Learn our history and standards of quality. Meet our co-op members, employees, and vendors, and understand why being locally focused is vital to our food, products, and economy. The co-op has leveraged cooperative economics here in Northwest Arkansas to bring the freshest and the best food to our whole community. Listen to Ozark Natural Foods, the co-op podcast today to learn why. Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of the Co-op Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to share with you another episode. We've had a chance to sit down with some amazing people from throughout our community here in Northwest Arkansas that have been involved with the co-op since its inception in 1971. And so today's guest, I'm really excited by because we've worked back and forth to try to finally nail down a date and a time for him to sit with me and tell the story about the move to this new location. And that guest is no other than Chris Barabo. Chris is the principal architect at Modus Studio, which is located right in downtown Fayetteville. And Chris is an amazing architect. And he, along with the rest of his team at Modus, focus on architecture and prototyping. And they do an amazing job. And if you've been inside of the co-op, you probably have said to yourself, wow, I wonder who designed this, or at least said, this is unlike any other co-op that I've ever been in. And that was the aesthetic that I think we were all going for when it came to creating a new building and a new space to move into the future with the co-op. And so I'm excited to bring Chris on the podcast and and just meet with him and talk a little bit about his experience helping the co-op make the transformation from the old location or the most recent old location, which was down in the Evelyn Hills Plaza on College Avenue to the new location, which is currently housed at the corner of Lafayette and College Avenue. And it's it was used as the Marvin's IGA. It was originally a Safeway at one point in time, I've been told. That building has changed hands a number of times. It has housed a number of different businesses. And now it is the home of Ozark Natural Foods, the co-op. And so without further ado, Chris Barabo, how are you doing? Great, Randy. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, I'm glad that we've had a chance to just kind of chat a little bit before we actually started this podcast. But I would love for you, just for the uninitiated, just to tell folks that are listening to this podcast a little bit about who Chris Barabo is. And, you know, you can get into the the nuances of Modus Studio as well. Sure. Uh, yeah, happy to. Appreciate the opportunity to share who we are and what we do. So, yeah, I'm Chris Barabo. We started uh, Modus Studio in late 2008, right as the economy was doing one of those beautiful recession things <laughs> it likes to do. And what an interesting time, I guess, to begin the sort of journey on our own with our own firm, with my partner, Josh Siebert. And, you know, I think at that time, we were really excited about all the potential, not only in Northwest Arkansas, but, you know, across the nation for where our body of work could be rooted locally, but also expand regionally and even now nationally. To rewind a little bit further, actually, when I graduated from the University of Arkansas in 2003 from the school, the Faye Jones School of Architecture, I immediately began my career working with Marlon Blackwell and spent about five years there, in which was just a further further progression, I think, of my design education and sort of the ability to kind of dig in deep 
and understand a place from within as well as without. I mean, that has really can, you know, continued to be a part of the process. I mean, my continuing design education and, and practice um, ever since then, which I think leads us to kind of um, today to modus and the type of work that we engage in. And I think the reason that uh, we became such a partner for Ozark Natural Foods is just our, our local focus and desire to really be part of placemaking through architectural, through the built environment, and and through how we can impact our community with the work that we do. I mean, I think that's what's most exciting and maybe most fun about architecture is it's sort of a practicing, performing art in a lot of ways that allows us to have ideas and see those ideas become reality and then see how the community engages that, which is a very exciting thing. Um, and, you know, I think it's a, a satisfying experience for architects, especially when you do a project like the co-op that has been so well embraced by the community. Yeah. And I want, I want people to clearly understand too that you didn't just fly in out of nowhere. We didn't, we being the co-op didn't go out and get a, hire some big name architect in some other part of the country to come in and design. You're not only an architect locally, but you also are a member of the co-op. That's right. So there is that part of it, right? And I think it's important for people to understand that. And I wanted to just make it clear to people listening to this that you had some skin in the game above and beyond, you know, wanting to deliver the best design that you could deliver. You care about the place because you you frequent it on a regular basis. That's completely accurate. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it can be. It's a self, again, self-satisfying or self-serving uh, condition where you can make the places that you like to go to even better through the work that you do. I mean, that's uh, that's one of the greatest, you know, opportunities available. Yeah, no. And I love hearing that. So let's, let's just kind of, for the uninitiated that aren't familiar with how things came about, at some point in time, Mike Anzalone, who was the general manager at that time and still is at the time of recording this, Mike had come to you guys about looking at some options on what could be done at the old location, right? And that's originally how the conversation started. That's exactly right, Randy. So the the initial conversation was about taking the old location at Evelyn Hills and I want to say working within the first 20 feet, let's call it the threshold, the entry to the co-op. How could we kind of reposition that? Visually, aesthetically, the entry, creating outdoor and indoor spaces for people to gather and enjoy the food that was coming from the co-op as really a way to differentiate it from the rest of the Evelyn Hills Shopping Center because it was a property owned directly by the co-op at the time. And so that that was kind of the first approach on the project or our, our first engagement architecturally with the project was to really see how we could do something to be eye-catching from college, bring more attention. And, you know, let's not shy away from the fact that this is coming off the introduction of Whole Foods to Fayetteville, Arkansas, and the impact that, that has on the local co-op when, when that comes online. So it was really an opportunity to say, okay, how do we sort of rebrand or reface this so that the community understands that the co-op's still here and still thriving and, and still ready, you know, to have people visit? I mean, I got to think that timing was everything when it came to that, right? Because, I mean, the Whole Foods came in and this was Whole Foods pre-Amazon came in and, you know, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to change everything for us. And it did have an economic impact on the co-op, but the co-op survived. But I also think that one of the things that gave us some fuel to fight, you know, kind of the encroachment of some of the bigger companies that do the same thing that the co-op does, which is sell 
healthy and organic food and and supplies and things that are are minimally processed was that that we were able to look at this building as an option of expansion and leverage that to create greater awareness and to help overcome some of the challenges that Whole Foods, you know, created for for the co-op. Absolutely. And I think as we began that early concept of just refacing the the previous can previous location, you know, all of the operative words about community and placemaking and and sort of the organic nature, obviously, of what's being provided, the minimally processed, as you say, is this sort of idea of coming together as an egg basket, if you will, a place to collect people and ideas and, you know, similar thoughts. And all of that sort of fed into an architectural concept that we were thinking about there. And then we had Mike came to us with this opportunity to actually reposition completely the co-op to a new location, as you mentioned, the Lafayette and College, which is extremely exciting. And so, I mean, for you guys at Modus, I mean, this was not really your first walk in the park. I mean, you've had some experience with working on some pretty unique projects. I mean, I would love to learn what this presented for you that maybe you hadn't fully exercised in your, you know, focus on influence when it came to design. Mm-hmm. What did what challenges did this location present to you that were maybe something new that you had to encounter? That's a great question. So it's by far certainly our first uh, grocery store. I, you don't get to do a whole lot of those. Typically there aren't a whole lot of those built unless you're, you know, in the business of providing things for larger corporations. But, you know, I think we saw it as sort of the the heart of a placemaking project. Mm-hmm. People like to gather around food and especially the opportunity and the mission to gather around healthy food and, and to reposition this within the minds and hearts of the community into a new this new location at Lafayette and College for us was sort of at the root of the kind of community placemaking work that we like to do. We've certainly done a lot of other unique projects, whether it's other mixed use or multifamily projects or university level, you know, places we're we're very much accustomed to working on places where we can bring people together. But I think the co-op's mission behind healthy food and community support within that is a very unique opportunity that we embraced it, of course. And again, we, you know, we drive by the, this, or we drive by this location every day. I'm on the way home, uh, Leanne and I, on the way up, up to our house. And, you know, we sort of see this older, dilapidated, old Marvin's IGA building that we've, we've all been in and wrapped in a kind of a, a mini sea of parking and then asphalt around it and just really thinking, how can we reactivate this corner? And in such a great location, you know, on access with the university, adjacent to downtown, highly walkable, right on the College Avenue corridor. You know, it had all of these things and all this potential. And we're thinking there's this big dumb box that we need to do something really <laughs> great with. Yeah. And just for anybody listening to this that's not familiar with the landscape here in Fayetteville, Dixon Street, which runs perpendicular to College Avenue. So College Avenue is the main intersection of thoroughfare that runs north and south throughout all of the the main cities in Northwest Arkansas, all the way up to Bentonville, Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, and Fayetteville. It runs all the way down south of town through the end of Fayetteville and beyond. And Dixon Street, which is basically the main artery off of college onto the campus area or the main entertainment district, if you will, that leads to the campus of the University of Arkansas, that's just one block over from the corner of Lafayette and North College. So for those of you that are listening that aren't quite familiar with the area, it was a big deal to land that kind of location in that spot. I think the numbers that I heard were at least 26,000 cars a day 
past that intersection of Lafayette and North College. So there's a lot of traffic. And one of the bigger issues and one of the bigger benefits for the co-op was having a space that could get a lot more foot traffic and wasn't kind of behind a building, if you will, the way the old co-op location was. So there were just some natural things that lent themselves to that location being so much more amenable for the kind of store that the co-op is that made a lot more sense in terms of relocation. Absolutely. I think uh, the corner location, again, on the edge of the university, it, it really truly makes the, the current co-op location sort of a beacon in the community, which is what the underlying mission, I think, has always has been a big has been a big player, a big part of. And, you know, as architects who kind of care about the work deeply that we're trying to do, you know, understanding that mission and understanding those sort of like those commonalities and, and sort of the impetus that makes a, a project super unique from a design standpoint, that's the kind of stuff we're looking for. So how do we how do we use those ideas and concepts to sort of, you know, invigorate the design process? Yeah. It's really important to us. Yeah, it has to be. And I think the the thing that really stood out to me was just that, you know, how easily things kind of came together. You know, the the idea for doing the project happened several years before the actual project was built. It took some time. I mean, we're going back as far as what, 2016, maybe 2017? 17, I think. Where initial conversations happen. And then, of course, some of the design, I mean, some of the project kind of creeped into the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So you had that aspect (laughs) of it, right? So it wasn't a fight. We weren't dealing with a financial meltdown, but we were dealing with a meltdown of other proportion that created other challenges. And the co-op has, you know, it's, it's almost appropriate that the co-op was able to survive all of this and continue to thrive and grow. And a lot of it was because of the newness of the location, because of the interesting design. But not only that, it wasn't just that people saw this building and said, hey, I've got to check it out. But it actually became a haven for a lot of college students during the pandemic that honestly didn't have a lot of places to go. Mm-hmm. And that tap room, which is the area there where the coffee stand is, And where you can order some wine or beer and hang out on the patio, that tap room made a huge difference for a lot of people that needed a place to go, that needed to get out of the dorm room, that needed to get out of their house and try something different. It made a huge difference for them. Absolutely. And I'd say pandemic or not, our biggest idea in the entire project was, lo and behold, we're going to remove some parking and put the biggest front porch in Fayetteville, Arkansas out there for people to see and be seen. How do we bring the community visually together? And that was that was the biggest idea that we had, which the pandemic only proved up sure. for every reason you just sure. mentioned. But that that was really what it was about. It was about putting the entry on the corner with those very key words that says, everyone's welcome. Yep. Um, to make sure that that's an understood piece of uh, Ozark Natural Foods as a co-op. And yeah, give, give some outdoor space right along the the lifeblood conduit of Northwest Arkansas along College Avenue. Well, and the funny thing, and I'll be be purely transparent with you, as I'm driving down college going north, I always slow down when I'm in that little section of the block just to see who's out on the patio and just to kind of get a glimpse of it, you know? And I think that's the that's the beauty of it. And and the patio is almost like uh, bees to honey, right? It's like you you have this wonderful place. You can get a hammock and sit out there. You can, I mean, there's several different places that you can sit. There are swings. I mean, it's just not like something you normally see. And I've been to a lot of co-ops around the country and I have yet to visit a co-op that is as inviting on the outside as Ozark Natural Foods, as the Ozark Natural Foods building is. Mm-hmm. 
I, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> that. That was certainly, that was the idea. And I think, again, that's sort of at the heart of being in the community and understanding the place in which you're working. And also just what do you want to see happen? You know, yeah. I mean, you're, when you're invested in this and when you're invested in the place and the design process, that those are the kind of ideas that come up and come to the forefront where we can really, again, have the opportunity to bring that community, the larger community together. Yeah. And I will say, I can say too, I, you know, once this came online, which was, you know, basically in pandemic, just seeing the population that would grab hold of that outdoor and indoor space and actually having space to congregate, you know, in some ways it was sort of a, well, you said like, <laughs> like bees to honey. I mean, it was just kind of the right spot at the right time. Right. And in a situation that no one could have ever obviously fathomed uh, yeah. the pandemic situation, but we're really happy the way it worked out for, for co-op. No, I mean, yeah, it's definitely lightning in the bottle, whatever trite saying you would like to come up <laughs> with. It's one of those that definitely makes a difference. So let's talk a little bit about, so you guys came up and you worked with Mike and, and the rest of the team at Ozark Natural Foods. You worked closely with the board. You wanted to ha kind of help everybody capture the understanding of what you were going to try to do. What was the biggest challenge that you faced as you moved forward with your design, with just getting everybody bought into, okay, yeah, this is definitely good for the community. That location at the corner of Lafayette and College is part of the historic district. So you have, there are a number of stakeholders, mm -hmm. and I'm using air quotes now, <laughs> that everybody wants to have. You could either run into NIMBYs or YIMBYs, mm -hmm. right? right? So either not in my backyard or yes, in my backyard. Mm -hmm. But how did you navigate that? Mm -hmm. And what was, what did you want the focus to be for people when you were initially coming up with the design for what we now see at that gotcha. corner? Yeah, I think, thankfully, I think we only ran into Yimbis on this project, which is definitely not normally the case in some, a lot of our work. Now, I think because it was an existing building and it, it sort of had always been a place to go for food. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it always been a grocery store. It always had a big box kind of, you know, position to it. And so I think the idea that we were able to renovate that, but with the mission that comes with Ozark Natural Foods, I think that was always well received within the neighborhood and within the, the larger community. And of course, like you said, working very closely with Mike and the rest of the team uh, and the board, you know, I would say one of the largest challenges, and, and it's just probably, it's true of many projects, obviously there's always budget, but in this particular project, I think we had a lot of square footage to work with. And I think the big key was finding the right balance to not double the size of the co-op arbitrarily. Sure to balance the customer base and the product base so that even as pandemic was coming online, it was like, we, we need to have enough product to put on the shelves right. so you don't walk into what you feel like is an empty space. You know, there's so many of these like variables that are honestly out in some ways outside of normal architectural issues that we were trying to deal with within um, just the, the times and the, and the community in general. You know, those were the types of ongoing challenges, but it really became about that balance, about finding the sort of sweet spot of what's the right size co-op, leaving space for some future addition, maybe bring a tenant space in, which we did with Generations. And then again, also, when we had that idea of kind of building the biggest front porch in Fayetteville, you know, Mike saw the value in that and the board saw the value in that. And we very purposely worked diligently to hold you know, hold the right budget. You know, I would say a lot of times landscape and outdoor spaces are the things that get cut from products because they're not always necessarily seen as like 
the critical functional aspect, but I would argue without question that that, that front porch is a critical functional piece yeah. of the architecture. <laughs> so, it, it really yeah. is. I mean, it, it's a no-brainer. And, you know, when I think of it, too, the other thing that I think a lot of people don't realize, it, but those that have been here for a while, I want to say that the space of at the old co-op location was actually bigger than the space that we have now, right? I believe if you count the basement that was there, because that right, because the basement, basement was huge, yeah, was, was ginormous, very, yeah, but you could yeah. you could only do a few things with That's that right. basement, and so I I almost feel like you did more with less, right? And you almost because you had the opportunity to kind of reinvent your thought process as to how we could utilize the space, and also come up with an entrance that is traditionally when you build a big box retail space, which although I don't think the square footage would would count as big box, but let's just say for Mm -hmm. argument's sake, imagine going into a Walmart or some other location or some other building or Target for that matter that has the entrance on the corner Mm -hmm. like that, you know? And I mean, I just think, I mean, just little (laughs) things like that, which are just like, wow, this is unique Mm -hmm. and it feels different and gives you access to a space that, you know, in a way that you wouldn't normally experience. That's right. That's right. And and that all that that whole process or journey of sort of going into the co-op and and finding your way through the produce and through the food and by the coffee bar and and just seeing you know through the hot bar and as you work you know the the circuitous path through Mozart Natural Foods all that's very choreographed right I mean there are, we live in the land of the largest corporate you know retailer in the world right? right so there could probably use more thought energy and what's the most appropriate way to lay out a grocery store in Northwest Arkansas than per capita anywhere else in the world but all of that is a very mapped out and thoughtful. And so you start to think about what is that experience like yeah. architecturally, finishes, design, interiors, you know, all of that really adds up to the whole that becomes the experience of Ozark Natural Foods. And so, yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of like I said, it's kind of a game changer for um, Ozark Natural Foods to this new co-op location, reposition it and really, really create something special. Yeah. yeah. No. And, and and the thing that I also want to mention, I mean, you guys won a couple of awards. You guys got an ASID award, which is a is an interior design award for an excellence in design award. That was in 2021. The co-op also came in second place in the U.S. Building of the Year poll on World Architects. And you came in second to the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial Library in Washington, D.C. I mean, when I saw that, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's big news. And that the fact that little old Fayetteville is on the map like that with this type of building. And, you know, there are people out there that travel around to see these types of buildings, right? You know, that's, this is something that they enjoy doing. And, uh, we said it earlier when we talked about just the genius of, of working with an outstanding architect like a Marlon Blackwell or, and I mentioned a Frank Lloyd Wright. And sometimes, you know, some of these amazing architects have designed buildings that are in like in places that you wouldn't expect. And so here you have this designed building that you guys did at Modus that has been recognized around the world for that matter in terms of its uh, the design aesthetic and what you guys were able to put out. And it's, you know, it's just a co-op in Arkansas. I'm being facetious about it. It's right. more than just a co-op, but it's just a co-op in Arkansas. Right. And, and it is, you know, you guys have, because of the design and the time and effort that you put into it, you've kind of helped the co-op be put on the map as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, we're certainly honored and, and proud of uh, sort of the legs that this, I would say, uh, you know, a humble little building uh, <laughs> with a humble mission has, has sort of grown and taken off. And again, I think that's just an attestment to sort of the community support 
the ability for people to kind of ideally get behind a, the commonality of like a healthy food mission and then ultimately just making a good place making project like just making a place that people want to hang out yeah you know, bringing people to that and even if they previously weren't members of the co-op and and weren't accustomed to shopping at ozark natural foods all of a sudden there's these other amenities these other things that make people want to go there and see and be seen and and before you know it you've you sort of accomplished some of those goals and so I don't know. I think a good piece of architecture, if done done well, is always reinforcing those ideas. Oh, it is. It absolutely is. And I mean, I certainly applaud all all of the efforts that you put in. And I know that even for a fact that there are some certain aspects of that building that haven't even been fully utilized yet. So there are other things that as the co-op progresses over time that they might be able to do with that space. And so, I mean, there's space on the side. I mean, there's just there's just a lot to that building that's quite unique. And so I certainly uh, appreciate all the time and effort that you put into thinking about ways that you could expand it without necessarily expanding the footprint of the building. Absolutely. And and that takes that takes a little bit of skill that takes, I think, more than anything, some creativity and some thinking. And I hate to use this expression, but outside of the box. Yeah. Right. To, to design the box. Yeah, and yeah. so. So, no, I think you guys did. You guys did a wonderful job. Is there anything that you would like to leave with our listeners just about the building itself and, you know, what they should be thinking about as they use it on a regular basis to appreciate what you guys have been able to to put together? Yeah, no, I think that's a great, great question and opportunity to answer in an honest and earnest way. You know, I think I really what I would want people hopefully appreciate without maybe even knowing it is just sort of simplicity, the simple materiality that's used the simple way in which we've sort of carved out the spaces or clad the spaces and in a lot of ways letting the sort of menagerie of products that you find inside the co-op the art be the decoration yeah. and just finding you know we're trying to create an armature for people to engage in i mean that that's really what we're honestly trying to do a lot of times is is sort of create that backbone with the architecture that then people can kind of plug into um, and kind of make it their own so I don't know. For us, just seeing people enjoy it and use it and hang out there is that's kind of the whole thing. Yeah. Well, and I I would have to imagine because of where your office is located and where the co-op is, you actually get to ride by every day and admire your handiwork. Right. So that that's got to be affirming for you to be like, wow, okay, this is kind of cool because I was a part of this. And it is, you know, hopefully it's always going to be a foundational building block of our community moving forward. It's been around for 50 plus years and we hope the co-op is around for another 50 plus years. So I think you will have, you and Moda Studio will have a major part in that uh, story as we move forward. So I want to thank you so much for all of the time and effort that you've put in, both you and your wife, Leanne, who works with you at Modus. And right. a shout out to Leanne, who at the time of recording this is also a board member but she wasn't a board member when you guys were working on this. So, you know, just to be clear about that, but it's just nice that I'm always reminded that in our community, there are people from all walks of life, from all experiences that when we come together, we can be the best version of ourselves. And what we were able to do with the co-op, with the support of your organization and what we were trying to do with the co-op, that is emblematic of what that means to be a community. So I want to thank you very much for, for being a part of that. and. uh 
And just it's just a gentle reminder every day of, of what happens when great minds come together to do great things. That's right. Thanks, Randy. Yeah, Appreciate absolutely. It. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, there you have it. Another episode of the Co-op Podcast from Ozark Natural Foods. Glad we had a chance to sit down with Chris Barabo and talk about the design for the new location that the co-op is currently located at, at the corner of Lafayette and North College. I mean, again, if you've ever been to the old location and you've been to the new one, it's like night and day and there is a huge difference there. And uh, but but again, it's the thing that I want all of you to hear is that the co-op has iterated over time and it's continued to advance. And now we're at a different stage, right, where it's almost like when I look at this new building, it's like we're a butterfly now. We have finally gone through the cocoon period and we've come out the other side and now we're this really nice butterfly and everybody can appreciate it. So I really want to encourage you. If you haven't been to the co-op or if you've only heard about it or if somebody has shared this podcast with you, I want you to get to the co-op at the corner of Lafayette and North College and visit it for yourself and then reach out to us and let us know what you think about the building and about the space. Again, if you're a part of the co-op and you're a member, that's your building. So you should have some pride in sharing that with other people that don't know about it. And I certainly want to encourage you to take part of it that way outside of just shopping in there on a regular basis and supporting the only food co-op in the state of Arkansas. So I guess I hope you enjoyed that episode. I know I enjoyed it and I was finally glad that I had a chance to sit down with Chris and learn a little bit more about the process of what they developed there at the corner of Lafayette and North College. And that sign on top of the door there is aptly put. It says, everyone welcome. And so uh, you're welcome. I'm welcome. Chris is welcome. Everybody is welcome at that that facility to take part in what Ozark Natural Foods is all about right here in Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and that's another episode of the Co-op Podcast from Ozark Natural Foods. We'll see you back here soon with another new episode. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Ozark Natural Foods, the Co-op Podcast. Whether you are new to the area and looking for a healthy grocery store, or you've been here for ages but didn't know the whole story about Ozark Natural Foods, the Co-op, this podcast, is one of the best places to start. For more information about the Co-op, please visit our website at onf.coop to learn more. That's onf.coop. At Ozark Natural Foods, the co-op, we mean it when we say keeping it local since 1971.